This episode of The Bag Drop, Untold Stories in Golf, is brought to you by New Club Golf Society, a humble community of golfers connected by our love for the game. Follow us on social media with the handle New Club Golf. Welcome back. I'm Matt Considine. In our last season of The Bag Drop, we uncovered the untold stories from the PGA pros, superintendents, architects, and operators who make it possible for us to play the game we all love. To kick off our new season, we turn the mic to our members and ambassadors to show you how the community itself might be the best part of golf. Quinn Virgil, Andrew Canfield, thank you for joining us on The Bag Drop this morning. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here. You know, I, Quinn is probably the expert on Zoom since he's the teacher amongst us, even though he's the uh, the elder statesman in this group. Yeah, I uh, unfortunately had to be on it quite a bit here at the end of the, the year. Yeah, and don't uh, don't sell the elder part short there, Matt. He is way older than both of us. <laughs> well, he doesn't act it. Uh, oh. <laughs> so my wife says I act like I'm 13. That's why I teach high school kids because I. I fit in well with that freshman age. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was going to ask you guys to introduce yourselves to this group, but I, I already can tell. I, I actually want to ask the other person to to introduce um, the other. So Quinn, why don't we start with you? In in one word, could you describe Andrew's golf game for us? Uh, I, I would say flawless. Uh, <laughs> Golfing with them is. is kind of boring i i hit it short and i spray it all over and he just hits it down the fairway and um you know is a birdie machine or or two putt par and and moves on and i'm just hacking over in the sand or in the prairie grass and he probably gets tired of playing with me (laughs) andrew uh give us in one word how would you describe quinn's golf game oh man um you know, I would uh, I would classify playing golf with Quinn as uh, an adventure. Um, it uh, you never know what you're going to get with Quinn. Uh, you know, you walk up to the first tee, and you know one of two things is going to happen when you play with Quinn. Number one being he's going to say, "Hey, I've got this new swing. I'm super pumped. Um, I'm I'm going I'm going low today." Or it's going to be, "Hey, check out this new club I just bought." Um, I have never met anyone. Uh, anywhere that buys more clubs than Quinn Virgil. Um, you know, I think he single-handedly kept uh, a couche net afloat over the winter. Um, you know, between all the new clubs, the balls, the, you know, whatever it was, uh, wedges. I think his new new uh, new thing was a new wedge the other day. So he's getting yeah. ready to uh, – don't, don't forget the G-Box from George Gankus. I purchased that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So if, for the guys uh, and gals listening to this, if you ever play with Quinn, be sure to ask him about his uh, – his swing coach, uh, George Gankus, he'll go all in on that. So it's, um, I would say it's an adventure. Uh, how many years have you been working with uh, GG Swing Tips? <laughs> well, this is probably about the uh, second year. I took a little break from him for a few months and uh, went back, though. You know, I really, really decided to go back to him. I think it was last year when I, I think I did show the first team. I said I just committed to George full time. Um, Andrew was pretty pumped, I'm sure, and it's like, oh god, this is gonna be a nightmare. That was a big. That was a big day. That was, that a, big was day. a big day. I think you know, I might have tweeted it out too to let everybody know that I was signed. 
the way Andrew just described your golf game, I think that's a good move for you, Quinn. I mean, he, he doesn't try to, you know, make you something you're not. He just embraces yep. the abnormal in you. And, and, and I'm used to the language. It's, it's, uh, I've got a pretty wide vocabulary when I golf, so it, it, it fits, fits my game well, I think. Uh, and you're an athlete. I mean, he coaches guys who, who have the motor skills to really move the golf ball. So that, that, That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm probably in the best shape of my life, I think, right now. So uh, I did recently purchase a Peloton as well. I, I went really hard on that for the first two weeks and, and slowed down a little bit. But So that may be for sale here shortly if anybody's looking for a cheap one. <laughs> Get Rory you, a run for his money on the top of the Peloton list? I did try and uh, get in one of the races with him, and I never did see his. I pedaled like hell on the first uh, minute, never did see him. He was still way ahead of me. Um, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a great point because I think, uh, you know, for everybody in the group that has not met Quinn, um, when you do, I think the first thing that will pop into your mind is is uh, just athleticism, just the pureness of of uh, Quinn, <laughs> Quinn's ability to uh, – just get the job done. He just right. turns and burns. Right. Um, you guys, so you bring up the other members of New Club. You guys are uh, probably our, our Western most um, local members for the Chicago market. And, uh, you know, what, what reason we wanted to do this today um, was, you know, with COVID and everything that's going on, we had to uh, postpone. We haven't canceled We've only had to cancel one thing so far this year, which has been great, but we had to postpone one of our, our, our more anticipated events, which is a member guest um, held out at Stone, Stonebridge Country Club, and um, that's been moved back into the fall. And we had this vacancy in the, in the calendar. And what's been so cool about all these changes with, with New Club and how you know, we haven't been able to get out uh, to the regularly scheduled golf like we have, people like yourselves have been stepping up and saying, hey, here's a place I love. And it's, it's, you know, our home course, and I would love to, to show it uh, to members of, of, of New Club. So that was Prairie View for you guys. And, and we'll, we're going to dive into Prairie View and what makes that place special, why you guys love it, why you call it home. Um, but, uh, but first, let's get, let's get a little bit more on you guys. Uh, you know, living where you do, I don't think many of our, 90% of our members who live downtown Chicago may have not been out in that neck of the woods. But Andrew, why don't you start us off with, you know, uh, your community, your, your, your home, where you live, what you do. Yeah, yeah. So uh, both Quinn and I live in a small town called Oregon, um, Illinois. It's, uh, it's a town of, of uh, 3,800 people. Um, farming community. Um, in fact, my dad's a farmer, grew up on a farm. Um, grew up here, uh, graduated from high school, went to college, um, lived in Chicago for a while, lived in Wicker Park, uh, lived in Peoria after that for, um, you know, about a half a year. Um, my wife and I were uh, getting ready to get married and, and a job opportunity popped up back here in, in Oregon. And I talked with her and, and uh, kind of got her to, to buy off on moving back to this, you know, podunk town in the middle of Illinois. And, um, you know, we, we came back and, and we really like it. You know, it's, it's small town living at its best. It's, it's kind of uh, unique if you see someone walking down the road that you don't know. Um, so that, that part of it's really, really cool. Um, you know, I think we're really lucky to be where we're at because we're, you know, it takes us an hour and a half to get into Chicago, uh, to visit you guys. Um, we're, you know, a, 
an hour and 20 minutes from the Quad Cities. Um, so we're, we're still connected, but we're, we're far enough removed that, uh, you know, we can kind of escape back to where we're at. And, and thankfully, we're surrounded by some good golf. So, um, you know, we're, we're pretty lucky, I think. I, I do have to put up with Quinn, though, so that that's kind of a downside. Right. Keep tabs on each other, even if it is small. Uh, probably more important to keep tabs on on each other. Quinn, what about you? So what uh, – did you grow up out there? Um, tell us a little bit about, you know, your day-to-day yeah. as well. I, uh, I, I did grow up out here. I went to Oregon High School through my uh, junior year, and my senior year I decided to uh, transfer to a, a private school in, in Rockford for basketball. Um, then uh, got my degree, teaching degree, and wanted to be a basketball coach at NIU. And uh, my wife was a teacher as well. She got me through college. I'm not going to lie. It did take me eight years to get a special education degree. She was a special education. She was four years younger, but one year ahead of me in college. So I tell her I felt bad and married her. But, uh, she, uh, and we wanted to stay in this area. She was from Byron, where Prairie View is, just 10 miles up the road. Um, and we got teaching jobs out here. Um, she and she's the principal at the elementary school. I'm the the uh, special ed teacher at the high school, and have been the basketball coach the last 12 years here. Awesome. So for uh, coaching basketball, I mean, I'm I'm a big hooper. What what is it you love about working with with kids on the hardwood? Uh, I I think uh, watching them grow. You know, from the time we're a small community, so you see them. You know, in fifth grade, and I I think you know just seeing the kids get better at basketball, more importantly, life, uh, you know, from the time they're in fifth grade to the time they graduate. And, uh, you know, I've been doing it now and not long enough now that I'm seeing, you know, my players have kids and, um, it's, it's pretty neat just to see the, the full life circle. Like, like Andrew was in high school when I was first started teaching. Um, Oh yeah. So this, I don't know if we, uh, if we have time for this, but this is an awesome story. So when, uh, when I was in high school, I played on the golf team. Um, and this was before Quinn kind of got addicted to golf, uh, like the rest of us degenerates. But, um, uh, in, in high school, you know, the, the story was avoid Quinn Virgil because the guy hated golf. I mean, he absolutely hated golf. So when I was in high school, I didn't, I didn't even really deal with Quinn because I'm like, man, this guy hates golf. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to deal with him. I just, so I just avoided the guy and now look at him. He plays probably more golf than, than just about anybody. So. Goes to show you, you can't, uh, can't always assume someone's going to stay in their in their stuck ways. I guess. I would never have believed that uh, <laughs> ever, knowing Quinn now. But Quinn, what was it? What flipped for you? Well, well you know, I I, I I actually went out for golf my sophomore year. I'd never swung a, a golf club before, and I, I was a, a a pretty arrogant kid in in high school, and, and maybe still now. But. Uh, <laughs> Um, decided the football coach wasn't giving me enough pub after my freshman year that I was, you know, I'm going to show this football coach. I'm just not going to play this year. And, uh, went out for golf and and vividly remember shooting a 92 on nine holes. I'd never picked up a club before and, you know, coming down the ninth hole, I'm like, "I, I can't do this. This is pretty, pretty embarrassing. So I, I went to the golf coach who at the time was this an old school guy, you know, and I said, I think he's gonna be mad that I'm not gonna play. I'm gonna go back out for football. And he, so I went to, and I said, Coach McDonald, um, I, I think I'm, I'm gonna go back out for football. I don't think this golf is for me. And I'm thinking he might yell at me because I'm like quitting. And, and I wasn't real bright in high school either. He, he says, that's the smartest effing thing you've ever said in your life. Go pick up your football equipment. 
So, so I never really picked up a club until then. And uh, a lot of my basketball players were, were golfing. And, and I, you know, I, I was one who set, thought we should be in the gym 24 hours a day getting shots off and stuff. So I'd get angry at my basketball players because they would miss a workout for golf. And that's probably how the story got circulated, that I was a, a hater of golf because I thought they should be in the gym 24-7. And it was that's probably bad, bad things circulating in high school about me, <laughs> the crazy coach. <laughs> that's very uh... – uh, humbling, it seems, of the, yes. the great Quinn Virgil. Uh, it, it, so you, you probably watched, I'm sure you guys, without many sports, you probably watched a lot of The, um, uh, the Last Dance. Uh, I love golf ran all throughout that, right? So I'm, I'm really throwing Quinn Virgil now in like the Jordan bucket of just, <laughs> you know, egomaniac competitor who just has to have something on the line out there. That's right. Only difference being is that Quinn just doesn't have it. Yeah. Well, he, he, and, and he will, he will never give me enough strokes. He, Who's that? He, he, Andrew doesn't give me enough strokes. No, no. He never yeah, wants to I get strokes that. up. And it's, I, it's, it's, it's I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. He seems like quite stingy when it comes to yeah. that. He, and he does have a very boring golf game. I've said that about uh, you, Andrew, in the most complimentary of ways, just <laughs> model, model of consistency. Um, the, the other thing that uh, you're, a huge hobbyist on is golf course architecture right and, and yeah, yeah. I, I actually the t-shirt you're wearing right now on our lovely zoom call looks like you got was it colt flynn faunus mcdonald mckenzie maxwell old tom rayner ross Tillinghast, wilson so yeah if, you, if you're willing to put those names on your on your person um you pretty much <laughs> love golf course architecture so tell us where that started for you how you got into it yeah, so that's a great question. Um, I was uh, fortunate enough to play uh, college golf, and um, during those you know four years of playing college golf, uh, admittedly I couldn't care any less about the golf course. I was just concerned with trying to shoot you know the low score I could. Um, and looking back on it now, I really kicked myself because we we had some opportunities to play some really cool places. But um, so after college, I. Uh, similar to you, Matt, I think, I think you and, and probably the professor have talked about it before. Um, you, you go through this burnout phase where, um, golf just, I don't know. It's, it's not that it's not fun. It's just, you don't really have the motivation to, to play as much as you used to. And, um, you really don't, uh, find the joy in it that you, you probably did when you were a kid. At least that was my case. Um, and so I, I, I wanted to, uh, kind of explore different, a different side of golf. And I, I kind of stumbled upon golf course architecture. Um, we have actually a, a, a friend here in, in Oregon of all places, who is a, uh, um, a guy who, who's also into the golf course architecture kind of world and, and talking with him. Um, that kind of, you know, spurred my interest. Um, we'll kind of talk about it uh, when we talk about Prairie View here in a few minutes, I'm sure. But, you know, Prairie View was actually a big catalyst for me. Um, you know, talking with the, uh, the superintendent there and, and changes that he wanted to make to the golf course. And he asked me what I thought about them. And, um, so that, all of those things kind of led into it. Um, and, uh, I'm sure like a lot of other people in, in new club, you know, you start uh, playing some of these cooler golf courses and you really get hooked into, um, golf course architecture and what makes these places cool, what makes, you know, them, you know, quote unquote better than another place down the road. And, um, you know, it's kind of led into uh, a lot of cool opportunities for me. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really lucky to, to, 
to appreciate architecture, I guess. And it's opened a lot of doors. So it's, it's been great. Yeah. The, the, so we'll dive into Prairie View. Let's just do it. Uh, Cause yeah. you know, people will ask me whenever there's a new time in the app, what's special about this or um, you know, how did you like XYZ course? And I, I haven't played Prairie View. I haven't done research on Prairie View. I loaded that thing into the app with Mark's approval because you two love it. And, and that's what I've been telling people too. Like, so they're like, I've never heard of Prairie View. What's so great about it? I go, I don't know. Quinn and Andrew love it. And, and, and that's honestly, if, if you know, I, I, that's been enough. I mean, look at it. People are, are excited to go check it out. So uh, how did you guys t- give us, give us the background. So one, someone take kind of the start of uh, where it is, what it is, and then we'll, we'll let each of you, you kind of share with us what you love about the place. Cool. What do you go think, Quinn? You, you, you can go first. All right. So the, uh, the rundown on Prairie View is um, it was a golf course built in the early 90s um, in a, uh, another small town really close to us called Byron, Illinois. Um, built by a guy named uh, Mr. Spear, I think was his last name. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's just a, a, a cool place. I think they did a really good job of um, laying out the, the holes on the land. Um, it's, uh, it's always been in really great shape. They've got um, a really good budget there, so they keep it in, in, in awesome shape. And, and for, a, for a municipal golf course, I mean, it's, it's hard, to, hard to beat on that end. Um, I think uh, what makes it so cool is that you have a superintendent. Um, his name is uh, Matt Hinkle, and you have an assistant superintendent there named uh, Mike Brown. Um, both of those guys are, you know, genuinely, uh, interested in making the golf course the best that it can be. So, um, that's always cool going to a place and, and, and knowing that, uh, you know, the people that are running it are, are truly interested in making it the best it can be. Um, I think, uh, you know, for the folks that are going to come out and play with us, um, they'll really notice it on the back nine, but the back nine is, is really what makes the golf course. I think, um, there's a, some really good land movement. Um, there's a couple of par fives that utilize a big, kind of a big ridge, the, the back end of the property that, uh, is, is really awesome. Um, and, and I'll, I'll try to find some picks, uh, to share in, in the app with, with everyone, but, you know, 10, maybe 10 to 15 years ago, the place was like a bowling alley. It was just tree lined through just about every hole. And in the last, I'd say, you know, five to 10 years, they've done a great job of, of taking out some of those trees and um, opening up a lot of the, the vistas on the property. So that makes it cool. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's just a cool place to hang out. The, the, not, not to sound too woke or anything, but the vibe is really good. I mean, the people are cool. You can go out there late at night, grab a half set, go play, go play nine holes. Um, you know, Quinn wants to play shirtless, but we have to tell him he's got to keep his clothes on because that gets, you know, we don't want people running away from the golf course. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's a cool place to, to go out and, and practice and play. And, and, you know, everybody that you see out there is really friendly. So it's just a, a, a cool place and we're lucky to be so close to it. Quinn, what do you love about it? Well, uh, you know, obviously all the things Andrew said, um, when I first got into golf, which would have been seven years ago, um, I, I knew nothing about it. So I, I joined just the, the closest golf course because I thought, and, and it ended up being a nightmare. Um, 
it, it wasn't a very good golf course. So the next year I joined Prairie View and uh, it was actually a pretty good friend. Uh, Andrews was a assistant pro at the time and I was always out there and he knew I was a teacher. So he's like, why don't you just volunteer out here to, to be the starter and, and, you know, you're out here all the time anyway, it'll save you some money. Um, and, and I did that and just, you know, fell in love with the place. Uh, the, the people who work there, you know, some have come and gone, but it seems like whoever they get in there right now, we have a new pro who's been there two years, Andrew Schlupp. He's a great guy. Um, and, and Matt's, you know, been the superintendent the whole time. And, and, and it is, they, they really just want to see the golf course uh, get better and, and, and definitely grow the game. They have a real good junior program out there. Um, they won back-to-back state titles for the small school in golf. Um, uh, and I think uh, Trent Snodgrass was a kid who won back-to-back individual titles. Um, so, so they really want to do a good job of growing the, the game. They have the junior PGA League they do on Sundays and, and a bunch of junior lessons. And um, I, I've been going in the last couple of days and helping with the junior lessons. Only five-year-olds, though. I don't want to screw too many kids up. I figure once they get nine, they might have a better game than me. So I'm not going to – Are you pulling up Are you pulling up Instagram behind them and saying, okay, George wants you yeah. to get it scooby out. You got to scooby it out. Rotation. Yep. But uh, but they, they do a really good job. And, um, you know, they recently just, just built a top tracer range, which is, is really sweet that I think will be uh, really good for the winter. Um, you know, so you can hit balls year round. We, we like to go into Top Golf just to get swings off, but you know this area has nothing close to that. So I think that'll be huge, and they're, you know, just just trying to get more people out, which I think is big. That that Top Tracer technology is game changing. Yeah, uh, I know down yeah. closer to us, Miss Wood Dome put one in last winter, and it was like, whoa! You can. It's kind of a combi- I think it's a nice combination of the Top Golf vibe of just come have fun, play some games, but then if you're, you know trying to do the game improvement thing and you want to see some ball flights and spin rates and attacking, like you got it. It's all there with those crazy cameras. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's phenomenal. It, and it, it definitely gets those misses. Even when you, you're really shank one, it'll pick that baby up as well. It's amazing. That's, that's cool that they've added that. You know, one thing I think about, cause I, I, I uh, when you guys made the introduction, I got to talk to the super uh, Matt, I think. Right. And, um, we were talking a little bit about the golf course. I got the impression. I'm like, man, these guys must have like a legit budget. Cause he was talking about, uh, just, just like, it's a private club, the way that he's maintaining this place. And, um, and it's a municipal. So I was curious just with, uh, your guys relationship with them, you know, how have you seen the, the, the condition of the golf course get better and better? Cause I think, you know, we're coming out on a Saturday. I think we're paying walking rates at 30 bucks. Like how is he able to do that with, with the crew he has and, and kind of share with us a little bit of your guys appreciation for how, how much better the golf course has gotten. Yeah, I, I think um, that's a great point. Um, we've back, back here at home, we always make the comment that, you know, if Prairie View was, you know, 80 miles East, um, it'd be, you know, 120 bucks to play. Um, so, and, and you're right though, it's, it's always in great shape. Um, and you know, what really helps uh, Prairie View is that, um, of all things, there's a nuclear power plant, um, just outside of Byron. And, uh, that, that, uh, nuclear power plant generates a ton of, uh, tax revenue for the, uh, the city, um, and the forest reserve, which owns and operates the golf course. So because of that, they, they're, they're kind of able to subsidize, um, you know, uh, the cost of, of golf for, um, everybody in the community and, and people outside the community. So, 
Um, for, for me, I, I play enough golf that I, I, I bought a, a pass there and, you know, it's super reasonable. You know, I, I think I did the, the math on it one year and, um, I try to play as much golf as I can, but it worked out to be, you know, like $9 and 80 cents per round that I played that year or something. So it's, it, we're so lucky to have uh, a place like that so close that, um, you know, you, you certainly don't ever want to take it for granted because there's a ton of people who don't, uh, don't have that ability. So, um, it's a cool place. And, and Matt does a great job with, with the crew and, and the money that he has. Um, the place is always in, in really good shape. So we're super lucky. The, the other thing I've had a, a growing, um, appreciation for, you know, even the courses that we love to play, uh, more in the Metro area, um, there are city blocks, you know, they're kind of, uh, even if you get into the suburbs, they're, they're, if they're the classic architecture, the 1920s, you know, golden age stuff, it's just kind of a square block that you route through. Um, a lot of them are still tree lined, you know, uh, a lot of them are, are really, really parkland. What, what you think of when you think of parkland golf. Um, and, and we love them and they're great, but I've, I've grown this, like, I get this sense when I step out onto what I'll call prairie golf or prairie view or, uh, you know, uh, whatever, what's the other term people sometimes use for it. Uh, it'll come to me, but that, that's Linksy style golf. Uh, yeah. It's it, the ground isn't yeah. dunes and sand. It's not, but the, the feel you get of the open setting and the wind that can kind of come, you know, gusting in it, it definitely, uh, it's like a piece. It's like a piece that you find and that I almost seek out now. And, and I think from the pictures that I've seen from you guys, uh, it, it looks very much in that vein. Yeah. 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 And, and, uh, the, you know, Matt and, and all of his workers do a, a great job. They're out there all the time. Um, he put together a real good crew that, that just really keeps it up that, uh, you know, I see him out there when I close a lot out working on the course, whether it's night day, they're, they're out there and trying to get it better. Quinn, if you were an employee uh, from the movie Caddyshack at Prairie View, who, who do you think you would be? Oh, I, I don't know if they ha they have anybody even in the movie like me. I think, I, think, uh, I, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I'll let Andrew answer that one. Andrew, who do you think? Oh, man. You know, every, every part of me wants to say Carl, um, which I think that's probably the cop-out. That's, that's too easy of an answer. Um, he's, he's definitely a caddy, you know, maybe he's a, a mix between, um, Carl and Spalding, you know, cause he's, he's like, he's goofy enough to be Carl, but he's got, you know, enough, uh, he's getting enough, you know, new stuff all the time to kind of look like Spalding. So it's like Spalding with, uh, Carl's mentality. I think, <laughs> I think that's. That's that's pretty good. That that makes you Andrew Judge Schmales tell him to get his foot off the boat. <laughs> when I see you guys show right. up to your your member member events together, you're saying, "Quinn, get your foot off the boat." <laughs> Don't uh, touch that. <laughs> you know, I think uh, Andrew. I want to go back to your your um, kind of a rediscovery of golf, or when you fell. Uh, there's so many of our members that share your story. They either played. Uh, competitively as a junior, they played high school golf and they just got burnt out. They lost the love of it. And then they discovered other things to focus on and, and they, you know, rekindled that, that passion for the game of golf. Um, what, yeah. I, what I think is so cool and, and 
Quinn, I'm going to, I'm going to, you were already kind of giving yourself a hard time. I've seen you play. You're a great golfer, my friend. It's, it's, we, we do not need to beat around that bush, but you're, you're obviously, you know, newer to the game than, than uh, Andrew in terms of, you know, when you picked it up and, and when you got into it. And um, w- w- Andrew, when I was in that stage, I, I really only would play with other scratch golfers or other low handicaps. And I thought that was like what I had to have in order to, you know, have a good game and, and enjoy myself and all that. But I, I've almost found it to be the inverse where now my most enjoyable rounds are playing with people who uh, are having so much fun, regardless of their number in, in a way. And, and oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've noticed that with your guys relationship, how much golf you guys play together. Um, what do you think it is for, because you guys had such a different, relationship with the game and, and kind of you know now we're buddied up and play member members together and everything else what do you think about that that uh relationship works yeah i think just like you said it's um i i, I love playing golf with quinn because it's so it's it's there's never a dull moment uh it doesn't matter if it's you know the first tee box or the last green you're always going to be having a good time uh joking around which is something that i didn't have in golf for for the longest time it was like you mentioned, it was serious. It was shooting as low as you could. And that was all that really mattered. And, um, you know, there were certainly guys that you became friends with playing college golf, but nothing like, you know, what, uh, what Quinn and I have now. And, and we have a kind of a smaller circle of friends that we play a ton of golf with, um, at Prairie View. And it's the same type of deal. It's just, you go out there, have fun. Um, you go out there and, and everybody wants to play. Well, I mean, sure. It's, that's part of golf, but um, you know, you can, I've, I've learned over the past, you know, I don't know, five years or so that you can, you can play good golf, but you can also have fun doing it. it they're, uh, they're not mutually exclusive. So, um, you know, that's, that's what I think works the best for us is that it's kind of the best of both worlds. We can go out there and try and, and, and get better and play golf the best we can. But at the same time, we're going to joke around and make fun of each other when we hit a bad shot. So it's, it's fun. Quinn, what have you learned from the golfing relationship you have here with Andrew? Well, like he said, it's always fun to to play, and and he he has helped me out a ton. Um, obviously, from basically picking up to not knowing anything about it, you know, he's taught me a lot about it, and uh, I, I try to listen to him as as best I can. I think he he's found out sometimes that I'm uncoachable in our uh, we we're partners in a golf league. It's actually first first night tonight, and he'll tell me to do something. If he turns his back, I'll throw that club back and try and make a heroic shot. <laughs> Sometimes I think he gets, he gets a little angry at me. I'll be like, what did you hit? And I said, ah, I, I took a different club. I didn't think it was going to work. So, uh, but, but it's, it's, it is, it's really just, uh, uh, we have a great time. And um, obviously you can learn a lot from Andrew. He, he hits it really well. The other night he threw up a 30 on the front nine uh, and, and we didn't make the turn. He had the 59 watch going. I threw up a 40. I had the 79 watch going. And uh, I, I thought we were going to make the turn. He's like, no, we're good. Let's just go have a drink. So we went and had a drink and, uh, and left. So it's, it's just – it's good times. That's awesome. Da- da- very dangerous duo, uh, the two of you. Um, and I love, I love the descent on clubs. I have a little bit of that in me too. Sometimes – and the professor, I'll put him on blast. I'll be playing in a four ball with the professor who is – you know the beautiful mind and he sees he sees the matrix when he looks at a golf hole right and and he knows exactly my game too so he knows this the down to the percentage what the correct play for me is and he'll tell me it 
and I'll kind of be like, oh, he doesn't think I can hit that shot. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm same, same, sounds, same deal. Sounds like Quinn's got a little bit of that, that stubborn competitor that is never going to go away. Oh, but, yeah. Um, the, you mentioned a friend who's, uh, lives out there with you guys, big into golf course architecture. I think that's a mutual friend. If I had to guess, is that Jack Christian we're talking about? You are correct. Yeah. So he's one of my favorite people in the game. Um, I, I've enjoyed rounds with him at our home club, Beverly, and, and he's a, he's a special dude. Tell us a little bit about Jack. Yeah. So Jack is a, uh, he's a dentist in town. Um, been practicing for, for a number of years. Um, and if, if anybody ever meets Jack, he'll, he'll, he'll kind of stick with you because he's a super nice guy um, and genuinely cares about, uh, you know, what you're doing. And, and um, you know, and one of the most – man, uh, Quinn can kind of talk about this too, but a guy that's got a, a golf mind like a steel trap, I mean, he can recall the, the seventh hole from any golf course that he's played, uh, you know, ever. Um, and that's pretty amazing. You know, and it, it's – especially amazing considering that guys played over, I don't know what it is, 1200 golf courses or something. Um, so he's well-traveled, um, super easy to talk to, uh, really fun to play with. Uh, and, and Matt, he still talks about your 62. That's, that's one of his favorite days at the Beth. So that's, uh, it's good. Me too. It was definitely one of my yeah. favorite days at the Beth. Uh, yeah. He, so what, what's his, um, and you know, when I played with him, uh, I think that was our first round here too. I actually thought he was the club historian. I really did because of the way and the depth at which he recalled years and dates and, and titles. I was like, wow, I just played with the club historian. I don't think he is. I think that's just a hobby <laughs> that he. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, Jack grew up actually, um, pretty close to the Midway airport, um, there in Chicago on the South side. And, um, he caddied at Bev growing up uh, and he, you know, obviously went to, to dental school and, and started to practice out here uh, in the country, but um, recently got a, you know, got a membership there at the Bev. And um, so you're right though. He, he knows all about the place, you know, all the changes that have happened, all the past club presidents. Um, and I think he does serve on the uh, historical committee, if I'm not mistaken, but, but yeah, I mean, he could, he could fool anybody into thinking that he, he was a club historian because he's got a wealth of knowledge that, you know, it's hard to compare to anybody. And so what's a, what's a guy like that who's been all around the world, played top 100s, you know, um, what, what does he say and, and feel about Prairie View? Yeah, I think, you know, Jack and I have, have, have talked about Prairie View quite a bit. Um, and, you know, he, he really likes it. I think, um, you know, what's so – intriguing about Prairie View is that you have um, all of this, you know, area there um, with some, with some really cool holes. And you always talk about, Hey, this, this hole would be really cool if, you know, we could move that bunker or, you know, put in some more short grass here or there. And you talk to, you know, the super Matt, Matt Hinkle and you kind of run those ideas by him. And man, before you know it, there's short grass over there or there's, there's that bunker, you know? So, it's that's what's so cool about Prairie View, I think, is that um, and and partially what Jack loves about the place is that you know they're very open to to ideas about you know how to make the place as as best as they can. So um, you know that's 
that's kind of what makes it so cool. I think for, for architecture guys, uh, especially like Jack and, and myself. The, you know, the golf course, it starts with great golf, obviously. And, and what you're talking about, Andrew, but um, Quinn, you talked a little bit about the, uh, you know, the range that you guys are updating, the kids programs, the high school golf teams that are competing, um, the leagues, like t- t- tell us a little bit more about the, the structure of things at, at Prairie View and, and how it's different. How, how is it different than many of our home courses now that, that you've seen, you know, other places, how they do things and, and how can it get better? You know, maybe like what makes it, what makes that uh, environment the way it is today? And what are th- some things that you would like to see them do moving forward? Yeah, I, I think what, what really makes it special is, is you see, um, you know, every type of person who, who will be golfing out there from um, some of the locals who, who just want to golf once in a while to, to local guys who, who, you know, really want to golf all the time. Um, you know, they have a Tuesday night women's league, which is a nine hole league, a Wednesday night men's league, which Andrew and I play in. Then they have another Thursday night men's league. Andrew plays in that one as well. Um, and, and I think, you know, it's just, it, it's a bunch of different people getting together and, and, you know, not all the same people. And it's, it's, it's fun. Everybody gets along. They have a, a nice little bar off the, uh, basically off the pro shop and a, a nice deck that, you know, everybody will sit around and have a couple of drinks afterwards. And um, it, it's just pretty cool. And then on the weekends, you get a lot of, um, a lot of out of towners. We get a lot of, uh, people from the suburbs who come out because of the, the cost is so much cheaper than playing in the suburbs and, and they really love it. Um, one of my good friends is a caddy in, uh, at the East Hampton golf club. And, um, one of his caddies, uh, his parents actually just retired out here from Connecticut. It was just one of those crazy things. So he called me and, uh, I met the guy out, uh, two days ago and we played, played around and, and he couldn't believe it. Like, he's like, you know, for 30 bucks, you can, he's like, if this was in the Hamptons as a, a public course, you'd have to pay 200 bucks around. And, uh, it's just really kept up really nice now, but it's, it's really neat to see, you know, just the different people who, who come out there every day. And you're an idea guy. So what's going to be the next phase of this, of Prairie View? Well, you know, I, I'm not a big architecture guy. So I just listen to Andrew whenever he says something and I say, yep, I agree. <laughs> it's kind of like my wife at home, but, um, you know, you know, I think the top tracer will be a, a big, uh, thing to get more people golfing. Cause, cause I think you hit it on the head when you said it was kind of a combination between top golf, you know, everybody likes top golf, but then some people probably don't want to golf, but I think it's, it's a, a perfect thing to bridge that gap and, and get even more people playing the game, which, which I think will be huge. You know, uh, obviously I picked up golf really late in life and uh, wish I would have probably picked it up much earlier. Um, so I think it's huge that, that, you know, to get more people involved. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, Mark and I always joke that for, for new club, we're, we're most passionate about uh, golf, except for one thing, and that's communities and, and growing communities and being a part of it, uh, being a part of different communities. And uh, this just sounds like you guys have built a nice community out there um, at Prairie View Golf Club. So uh, we're pumped, man. We're coming. Be ready. The pollination season has begun for the. Let's the go. Of, yeah. of, <laughs> make, make sure Andrew gives me a bunch of strokes that day. He, he likes to, to be a little skimpy on them. 
I, we will. We'll, we'll make sure he's uh, just and, and kind in what he allots. Um, yeah, and, and, and full warning to anybody who has, uh, has to play with Quinn when they come out that, uh, you know, Quinn likes to play charity golf. So don't, don't give in to, to his, his uh, needs and ask, you know, don't fall for it. We, we, we may have to put competitors in each group then if, if that's what's, <laughs> what's happening. Um, gentlemen, thank you for coming on. Thanks for sharing a little bit about your home track before we get out there. Uh, and good luck tonight on your, uh, your Wednesday night team night, team league. That's right. That's right. Thanks. What's, what's the Thanks strategy going into tonight? What do you, what are we, what are we feeling? Oh, you know, I think, uh, strategy is, uh, you know, take, take the scorecard out of Quinn's hands and, and just let him play golf. Cause he, he likes to get a little focused in on, Oh, oh man, I'm five over par, you know, I'm, I'm four over par. It's like, nah, just, just play golf. So that, I think that's the key for us. I, I do dwell on the score a little bit once in a while. And I've had known to have a few uh, meltdowns once the first hole goes bad. So tonight the first hole is going to be good. And it's just, I'm going to ride the train in from there. <laughs> and, and Andrew, just just once tonight, when when Quinn, you know, goes to the bag for the hero shot, just just tell him to let it rip. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. First night of the year, I think that's what we got to do. Just let it go. See what happens. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, have fun, fellas, and we'll uh, we'll be seeing you real soon. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. <laughs>